So this meditation is to get acquainted with the feel of different platonic objects. There are two things about this. One is the perspective, the specific perspective you have on a platonic object. And then the second one is the hypothesized platonic object itself. So when you're moving around, seeing it from many perspectives, be mindful that you're doing two things. One, you're switching the actual experience, but two, you're trying to keep constant a hypothetical referent, as if you could reach into the eternal realm of platonic form and sort of know it, even though on any given instance, it's just going to be a perspective on it. Of course, the perspective itself, you could think of it as a platonic object. Each particular perspective being a different, different object. So flip back and forth between these two ways of seeing. Just uh, experiment and have fun. So we start with a point. Just try to experience a point in any and every way that makes it clear to your mind that the referent of your thought, of your orientation and attention is a point. Just notice all the ways in which your experience is suggestive of a point. Just a point, maybe outside space and time. A sort of zero-dimensional universe. Does it even make sense? Try to make sense of it. Now we shift to a line, just an infinite line. It is in some sense the simplest line because it has the fewest parameters.
Of course, there's many ways of projecting a line in your experience. So introspect both on all the ways in which you're projecting a line, rendering it, but also just the feeling of the line in its platonic sense. Now we will imagine a plane, a 2D plane. What is it like to be a plane? Now open up to a 3D volume, an infinite 3D volume, 3D Euclidean volume. Now, add a little bit of time. So it's a volume with time. Kind of like a moment. A platonic moment it's of space-time. happening, an event, an occasion, a time and place.
Now, having sort of cleaned the canvas with this very pure imagination, we move on to very concrete platonic objects, starting with the equilateral triangle. Just a two-dimensional equilateral triangle. Remembering every time you try to render it, you're just getting another perspective on it. But you're hypothesizing that it exists on its own. And see if you can tune into the sense of knowing an equilateral triangle. Knowing the referent, even if you're not rendering it. What sensations indicate or suggest or point to the sense of knowing a triangle, knowing an equilateral triangle? Pay attention to those. The resonances, the sense of space, movements of attention and awareness, amodal perception. How is the sense of knowing a triangle made? What combination of operations? Notice the sides, the corners, the point at the center, the resonances of the triangle, its ring. And how it disappears if you look at it from the right angle. Now we move towards a square. Notice again every tiny movement of attention that you're making in order to render or suggest or evoke a sense of a square. What is the square? How do you know you're paying attention to a square? How confident are you in the squareness of this referent? Why is it unique? Tune into the sense of knowing that the referent of your thoughts is a square. All the waves, the camera angles, the resonances, the sense of space, the movement.
Now we move on to a pentagon, five-sided polygon, regular. Is it possible to be kind to a pentagon? Notice any way in which your mind is evoking or rendering or, or giving you a sense that the referent of your thoughts is a pentagon. What is it like to try to experience, make sense of, embody, get to know a pentagon? Every perspective, every resonance, every sense of embodiment. Tune into the feeling of knowing a pentagon. How do you know a pentagon? How does it manifest in your senses, in your amodal perception, your thoughts, movement, camera angle, vibrations? There are all ways your mind gets to remind itself it's trying to pay attention to the platonic object of a pentagon, the platonic ideal. imbibe in a pentagon type of consciousness. Now we move on to the hexagon, six-sided regular polygon. You can make an infinite grid of these in Euclidean space. How do you know you're paying attention to a hexagon? How does it manifest in your field of experience? This hexagonal quality hexagon world. A hexagon state of mind.
Notice the resonances, the changes of camera, the embodiment sensation, the vibrations. All expressions of the platonic hexagon. Now we move on to 3D objects. A tetrahedron, four triangles, four regular triangles. Bounding space, the simplest 3D regular polyhedra, the tetrahedron. Notice the edges, the corners, the volume, its vibrations, inner and outer, the way it rotates, moves around, gets bigger or smaller, the various ways you can look at it. All expressions of the tetrahedron. What is it like to know a tetrahedron? Now a crowd favorite, the cube. Imagine the platonic ideal of the cube. Six squares, bounding space. With opposite sides parallel to each other, adjacent sides in right angle to each other. Notice every little feature of the cube. What does it feel like to pay attention to or refer to or imagine a cube? The resonances, the vibrations, the movements. You can tile the 3D space with cubes. Now we move on to octahedrons. Eight triangles, bounding space. Eight regular triangles, equilateral triangles, bounding space.
two square pyramids glued to each other on the square. The dual of the cube. In that if you connect the adjacent centers of the squares of a cube, you get an octahedron. Notice the corners, the sides, the edges, the interior. Imagine being at the center of it, being surrounded by it. Notice the resonances, the vibrations, the echoes of the octahedron. Now we move on to the icosahedron, 20 triangles, 20 equilateral triangles. Five triangles glued at a corner. Twenty sides. A twenty sided dice. What is it like to embody, experience, vibrate with an icosahedron? Let it be cleansing. a perfect shape, a template for energy to flow. A restful state. Now we move on to the dodecahedra, 12 pentagons. Glued together, three pentagons on each corner, glued together, 12 in total. What is it like to be with or embody, resonate with a dodecahedra?
Now we let go of any shape and come back to space, empty, infinite space. What is it like to be in empty, infinite space? Its resonances, vibrations, symmetries. The sense of knowing empty space. How does that come about? The way in which waves travel, they suggest empty space. Now even a little bit more tricky, imagine empty space, but without any points. A pointless empty space. So smooth, it has no points. You can imagine an empty space just made of lines, infinite lines parallel to each other, packed into empty space. Space made of lines but not points. And you could follow those lines to infinity. And they come back upside down. What would it be like to be in a space like a Mobius strip, but in 3D? A space with no up or down. Without orientation. Non-orientable space. Now to conclude, try to imagine a space without space. Sounds paradoxical, but just give it a try. A spaceless space. Not only doesn't have points or lines, doesn't even have space. 
what happens to your mind when you try to render that? How is the paradox evoked? What is the shape of these paradox? And to conclude, we'll just go through one at a time the shapes we experienced and try to get a final good snapshot or sense of what they feel like and how do you know they're a referent of the mind. So a point, we start with a point. A line, a plane, a volume, a moment, equilateral triangle, regular square, pentagon, hexagon. Tetrahedron. Cube. Octahedron. Icosahedron. Dodecahedron. Pointless space. Space made of lines and spaceless space. In your own time, feel free to exit this meditation. And thank you very much. <laughs>